mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 278 of There's No Place Like Terra, Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are once again watching SG Atlantis. Yep. Forever and ever, amen. Always. Um, Season four. Yeah. Episode three. Uh-huh. Reunion. Yeah. AKA. Uh-huh. Only the Strong. <laughs> that, of course, is your AKA. Because we watched the episode. Yep. Immediately the following day, yeah, I told uh, husband Jesse about it, and I was like, "Hey, guess what? Yeah, Mark Dacascos is in this episode of Stargate." It wasn't the following day; it was the same day. Was it? it was. You're right. It, it was, was the, the same, same day. day. <laughs> so after we D and D that day, we may or may not have tricked you both into yep. watching Only the Strong. <laughs> we will get into Only the Strong momentarily oh, when we happening. cover guest stars. Yes. Um, my K-A-K-A. I have Excite. I'm sure. You had Excite <laughs> the moment he came on screen. I'm a big fan. <laughs> big, big fan. I had to pause the video. Yeah. It was one of those where Jesse's like, why do you know only the strong? <laughs> I was like, because I know it. My AKA is, I may die with little help from my <laughs> friends. <laughs> I get high with a little help from my friends. I like it. I want to um, say, gonna die with a little help with my friends. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> and I enjoy fucking up all the words to it. <laughs> um. So what did you do over this week? Oh, you know, just watch some more Grey's Anatomy. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually did. I finished my Grey's Anatomy rewatch. And we actually saw two other people... Uh, for your birthday mm-hmm. outside of the bubble of four. We expanded the bubble a little. By two. And I learned <laughs> that maybe watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> the whole series mm-hmm. through is a bit more of a thing than I realize it is. There's a lot of episodes. I did it, though. It's of course done. you did. Um, well, here's the thing. I thought the season premiere was this last Thursday. It's not. It's this coming Thursday. Mm. So I had to... It it lined up. I didn't start it that way. It yeah. just lined up that way. Can I tell you, um, growing up, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a really small thing. I think anyone else who's listening who happens to have a birthday in late September uh-huh. will um, identify with this. So often, all the TV shows and network TV premiered right around my birthday, much oh, like gotcha. Great British Bake Off premiered right near my birthday this go. year. So growing up, I was like, happy birthday to me! Premier time. Yeah. See, I think uh, it was, um, I got the summer specials. Okay. So, yeah. like, uh, I remember, what was it called? It was, like, the celebrity... Um, it was all these celebrity kids, and they would do celebrity like celebrity deathmatch, uh, outside activities. Oh God, I wish I could remember. Was the it name the of- thing on Nickelodeon? Maybe. I do remember a thing on Nickelodeon. And they would do like the fun outdoor fakey sport stuff. It was almost like a like a. It wasn't. It was like a dare type thing, like it wasn't a double dare. 
It was but that they were like style color of... It was that style, and they were like color coded. I think I there are vague memories that are flashing through my heads. Yeah, this is gonna drive everybody nuts. <laughs> but uh, something like All Star Something is yeah. A, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> there was like not... some guts type stuff in there too. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so that would air in the summer, and then the summer had a lot of like the fun specials. Mm-hmm. We were talking yesterday about like the David Copperfield specials. Yeah, those would air in the summer. I but... like the I like the one where the guy revealed the magic and he was masked. Oh, the oh yeah, I not a fan of that. that I loved disrespectful it. Disrespectful to the magic. Loved community. it. <laughs> it's my favorite. But anyway, the other thing I did this week is we started watching Midnight Mass. So for all you other Mike Flanagan fans, holy shit. I need to tell you the best thing about you and Brother Matt watching Midnight Mass. Okay. Was being the third person on the chat who was <laughs> never going to watch Midnight Mass. Yeah, yeah. Just watching your gift reactions. Yeah. And like... Just responding to it. And him. just screaming in all caps. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. It's fun times. Uh, we're hoping to finish it... Monday. It's just been, you know, a busy weekend. Well, I'm like, hey guys, I just started Great British Bake Off. <laughs> I think I watched the episode of British Bake Off and I was so distracted by like, <laughs> I need more midnight. I don't know that I know what I watched. They yeah. might have made jelly rolls. Jelly rolls? No, they made they made rolls. That's right. Isn't that what they call them because there's jelly in the middle? N- not, no. <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't think they're called jelly rolls. I'm going to call them jelly rolls. Okay. Now. What are jelly rolls then? Well, what I'm they? assuming they have jelly in them. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. whole bunch of fun stuff comes up. That's nothing at all what I was looking at. <laughs> um, I I did watch start watching something else and I was going to write it down. And Oh, I started watching Foundation. Okay. Um, Apple TV. I am very interested where they're going to take this story because anyone who's read any of foundation knows that not something that's super applicable to ever putting on the screen so i'm very interested who's the angle they're taking and how they're rolling with this and i'm definitely here for more also it is visually fucking gorgeous okay it is i am we all know i am here for world building i don't know what foundation is um, it is Isaac Asimov. It's like one okay. of the books that Isaac Asimov is like most well known for writing, oh, okay. and it's it's kind of like the the actual there's the, there's technically a trilogy, but the first one is sort of like five stories gotcha. that sort of take place together. It's a fairly quick read. Okay, if you ever wanted to read some like super high hard science fiction, I love you. I know. <laughs> It's probably not. No, nope. watch the show. Listen, there. In terms of classic, you would enjoy the show. Okay. Again, visually stunning. In terms of the set designs and the costuming, and yeah, like just all of the yumminess that goes into world building. Right on. Um, but no, in terms of classic science fiction writers, you are not. You're not an Asimov person. No, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I fully understand. You're not an Asimov person. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Like I know the name and. It- yeah, no, it's important. Asimov is 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 slightly more in terms of my writing. He's like, I don't know what emotions are. I don't care about them. I don't uh, really yeah. write about them. That, that's I. You know what? I feel like I'm trying to think of. I know there was at least one that I tried to read, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like this category, hard SF, yeah. when you Google him. He's, because there's, a, well, there's a, 
there is a whole thing between like hard science fiction and soft science fiction. I gotcha. You're much more of a soft science fiction person. I'm oh, it a. Says he does both. write mysteries though. I'm not. Uh, he's not an author that I've read like his full thing of. Okay, gotcha. Um, my favorite. I need to. I need to confirm that the person, the the book I'm thinking of is by him because otherwise I'm going to sound dumb. Okay. Um. What are the Norby Chronicles? I have not read them. I want to know a lot of things. I know I robot. Yes. <laughs> not for reasons of watch of reading the story though. Um. So my yeah, this is it. It is by him. My favorite novel by him is the end of eternity and i actually think that's if you're ever going to read an asimov story i think the end of eternity is the one you would enjoy gotcha because it it's a little bit of a mystery but it's also like a love story okay i'll try that and then there's he has two novels that are considered mysteries and based just on the cover alone. I'm like, yep. There you go. I will read that one. That's for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I. it's funny. We were watching Midnight Mass and without giving anything up. Yeah. Uh, one of the things uh, Jesse and I were discussing, he goes, he really doesn't bother uh, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Doesn't bother to feed you a bunch of lore. He just gets right into it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's why I love it. Yeah, Asimov... <laughs> Is not as bad a Tolkien as like let me tell you the lore of my people before we get into the story. <laughs> yeah, um, but he's he's definitely a drier author. Gotcha. I enjoy him. He's not my favorite. I think, but I enjoy him. For my imagination, it's always death by exposition. Oh yeah. So it's like <laughs> nope, brain don't care no don't more. Don't care. <laughs> Which is I think is a. Um, it's a trait of mine. Yes. But to some degree, it's a little bit of a flaw. Like, I should care a little bit. If you, I'm, a who, I'm a person who likes to research things. I, I have, if you ever want, like, random fantasy novels that, again, don't necessarily care a lot about exposition because we're hissed here for the plot line and the characters, yeah. I have a couple real fun. If I just, like, I'm going to turn my brain off and read a beach read for, the, yeah. for a day or two. I like I, I like attaching to a character mm-hmm. or a group of people. I have a couple. Or I have, a feeling. Not that you have a lack of books, but if you ever need, like... <laughs> my stack's not as tall as me yet, so there's room. <laughs> if you ever need, like, Nixie-level fantasy trash... Yeah. There's still room on my nightstand. Like, so. <laughs> like the Nixie version of transi- trashy romance oh, novels? yeah, yeah. I got them. I like it. Don't worry. It. Yeah. The Nixie version of, like, The Nanny Diary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Jennifer Weiner series? Like, when I... My um my trashy beach read, my trashy romance novel type beach read is, and again, fucking love these books, but like the Iron Druid. Okay, yeah. I've heard you mention those before. Mm-hmm. I will have to get into them. They're real good. I finally started reading Dune again. And I started from the beginning. There you go. I'm still reading it with my ears. I may go back to that. But again, I finished the last, not the last, but the third book in the Stormlight Archives. And I was listening to, I was listening to it on and off reading with my ears and my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, well, I need to read some other stuff before I dive into book four. So I actually think I am going to fall back to an old comfort novel. Okay. Uh, and read Contact again. Nice. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Because again, my number one book recommendation to anyone ever, ever. Carl Sagan's Contact. Nice. Do not watch the movie. 
read the book. <laughs> you can watch the movie after you read the book. You're not allowed to watch the movie until after you read the book. I think I've watched the movie. I You've don't... probably watched the movie. I think I may have watched I mean, Jodie Foster. Yeah, I'm trying to think of which was the one that I watched recently. It, it wasn't this one. Nope, it wasn't. I haven't watched Contact. The one oh, I you watched recently is maybe it's Fear. Maybe, okay, maybe a future book assignment that I will send you is ah. to, to listen to Contact with your ears. Okay. Okay? I can do and that. And then we'll watch the movie together. <laughs> I like that I looked up Sphere and it's like, a sphere is a shape <laughs> from the Greeks of Sphera, Echo, Borbon, a geometric, no! Yeah, you watch you Sphere. Know better than this. Sphere and Contact are related, but very different. Um, yeah. And the book is... Yeah, I watched I watched Sphere. Yeah, the book is not the book. Okay. There is much more that you will enjoy from the book. And okay. you will read this book and you'll be like I will read this book. I understand. And I understand my friends. <laughs> I'm doing it. You I'm will understand how Ellie Arroway became like my she I mean, Ellie Arroway was my Sam Carter before like like she is she Sam Carter with Sam Carter. Like I'm Sam just, Carter was already in my life. Yeah. But like Ellie Arroway is this is here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. This is a we're gonna start our our talk about Stargate soon, I swear. I someday. Um but I'm going to borrow this book right now. Yes. If they can make it available to me. If they can, I will I have an audio version of it that I can try Beautiful. to get to you. Done. Yeah. Nope, it's like, do you want to read a whole bunch of other things do you want? Would you like to read Cosmos? Would you like to read um, A Pale Blue Dot? Which, there's, I mean, there's a couple other Sagan books that you would enjoy. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Where, where, Anyways, where are we here for? We're here because on October 12th, 2007, <laughs> it's written by Joan Paul, directed by William Waring. We have some really special guest stars, but before we get to the main one that ah. Grace is going to go on about... Yep. We have to never look past the beautiful, touching cameo by one Chris Judge. Yes. Which we will get to in depth when we get to that scene. I'm um, here for it. But we can't overlook the face that made Gross so happy. The wonderful, wonderful. I, I mean, I feel bad for the other two people that are... I don't even know nope. their names. Nope. In fact, I don't think I could tell you the name of the character that Mark DeCosco's plays. Oh. Because I, I know it starts with a T, maybe? Uh, yeah, it's... I. Okay, this is... Again, it's me. I kept pronouncing it tear, but I think it's tire. Tire. Yeah, it's like tire. Like iron. Like tire iron. Well, I was going like tire, car tire. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, tire's played by Mark DeCosco's. The Costco, yes. I the always Costco's. think I'm swapping the C's and the S's. Um, I didn't do a bunch of research because I just know martial artist. Yep. Only the strong. Yeah. But he did a whole bunch of other films. Well, beyond. apparently also, um, like, his family is, he comes from a family of martial artists. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I recognize him from John Wick 3. Okay. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Here's, I think, one of the big ones, other than Only the Strong, obviously. Obviously. Is, um, I'm trying to find the year. Uh, Double Dragon from the oh, 90s wow. with Scott Wolf. 
as, Listen, as another dragon. There's a chance I have seen this, game? but the only t- the only way I would have seen this is on like Kung Fu Nights movie night, and it was maybe a movie put on. And I love all of you guys so dearly, but when a Kung Fu movie comes on, I'm like, look at my crafts. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, or well, I mean, if it's not about dancer space, listen. (laughs) Can I tell you? There's a connection there. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Mark Dacascos? Yeah, he was. He made it pretty far into like the final five or six. He danced with Lacey Schrimmer, carrier from my days when I was watching. So you think you can dance a lot? Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a watcher of Dancing with the Stars, but that must have been before I got into it. I've never watched Dancing with the Stars. Wow. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and and see when he was on. But what I did scream when I saw him was, "Hey, turn that music up!" <laughs> because the greatest line <laughs> in all of Only the Strong is when the teacher. Again, his name is only Mark DeCosco's to no. I don't know his name in anything ever. I don't know. But these kids are listening to their music, and he's going to change their life with capoeira. <laughs> and he's like, hey, kid, turn that music up. Oh. And they're like, oh, the teacher <laughs> wants to hear music. He's cool. He's not a lame teacher who's like, turn it off. He's like, turn it up. So we did, we did. We watched later in the day after we watched this episode for the first time. We, we watched. then watched Only the Strong. Banana way. Banana way. Banana. Um, okay, I'm done. Yeah, if you can find this movie, guys. That's when you AKA. Wow. It is, we, yeah, we happen to own it. Of course you do. do. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, like, we all have our default, like, B movie things. Yeah. Mine end up being finding movies. Listen, many, <laughs> many movie nights with the four of us have k- turned Kung into Fu Kung Fu nights. And I'm just sitting here in the corner going, just uh, wake me up when the fighting starts. I, I think we just like the fight. We Meanwhile, just, then last night we had a bad movie night. I made them watch. It's like, oh, you go watch the dance. Yeah, I made them watch a flat out dance film with very little acting in it, but a young <laughs> Zoe Zendala in very, it. Very, very little anything <laughs> except like, for there dancing there wasn't a lot of story no nope, it's just it just just it's just a hold over to the just dancing at the young end young kids making faces yep. and dancing yep a lot of dancing yep and faces 100 percent. yeah yeah uh, so he's all dying as in it yeah uh and then i thought there was other people there was one man who i'm certain was a husky yeah and then was more he's a human husky yeah he was witchcraft into being a he's human. All, yeah these it was everyone in the everyone else in uh, center stage was just like top end dancers yeah <laughs> They can like, act on a stage without words. Yeah. Yeah. They act with their feet. <laughs> they act with their feet. Their feet actors. Um, <laughs> would you like to go on about Mark anymore? I, 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 no. Are you just going to pepper it in throughout the episode? I'm just going to sing Bananoe every now and then. Bananoe. <laughs> so we start the episode in standard D&D village. Yes. Uh, Taylor, by the way, has a beautiful long coat that is very nicely helping to hide Rachel herself's growing baby belly. Well, yeah. Um, That's what you, you know... Because the the other option is a shopping bag, yeah. which is not really an <laughs> it's option. Not really it's not really story related. Um, you will see there's some episodes in the beginning of the season that like were swapped in production order. Nice. So you're gonna see some fluctuating baby belly going. <laughs> I like that. 
Uh, immediately. See, in Grey's Anatomy, it's great because you just either make the sh- make them pregnant yeah. because it is a sexy doctor show. Yeah. Or <laughs> you're like, you're sick now. You lay in this bed yeah. forever. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> it's easy. Um, so immediately a local notices Taylor and starts looking her over. Cohen are beautiful because this guy is waiting for his betrothed. Uh-huh. An arranged marriage. Oh, yeah. And I do like that Ronan takes a step forward here, even though Taylor is fully capable of handling yeah. mishandled on her own. I think it's just that big brother move. It like is. that instinct. 100%. But, I mean, I can't blame the guy. If I was waiting for an, a sight unseen wife, I'd be like, oh, please God, let I that be it. Because <laughs> I like it. Uh, please. Pretty please. Yeah. Uh, apparently... Uh, this local is confused why anyone else would come to this backwater piss town. Yeah. <laughs> except for his betrothed. Right. Apparently, there is word of strangers who have recently arrived looking, um, you know, rough and, and boasting about how many wraith kills they have. And he's like, yeah, those loudmouth drunkards who spend yeah. their day carousing the tavern. Yeah. I decided that loudmouth wraith killers is another great band name. It's a good. Yep. Uh, Ronan immediately recognizes them as definitely his people. (laughs) He's so excited. That sounds like me. That sounds like (laughs) me. That sounds familiar. Um, And the guy tries to make another pass at Taylor as they leave, and Ronan, let's just say, doesn't take that well. Yeah. Don't blame it. (laughs) Ronan's like, I will eat you. (laughs) And then I'll let you have, like, I'll let her have you. Yeah. You will be my wife. (laughs) Ronan... Goes to head to the inn, Taylor ends to the tavern, where she asks the bartender, you know, about the loudmouth wraith killers. Mm-hmm. And before the bartender can say anything, the other ass hold the bar, <laughs> yeah. who we're just going to call Mark. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, those tire ass... Tire Mark. Tire Mark. <laughs> tire Mark. <laughs> yeah. We did it. <laughs> yeah. We are sorry, but also not. Tire Mark. Tire Mark. Um, but he, he's boasting. He's like, well, if those assholes were either really brave or really stupid bragging about killing so many Wraith. Um, guys, shocker in the ends. He's one of those assholes. Yay. Uh, he does it does take Taylor a little bit longer than it should to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. He's like, by the way, you should consider minding your own business. Uh, no. And my queen... No, thanks. Just steps up with a grin and is like, oh, well, you may want to consider maybe not offering your unsolicited advice to someone who actually cares to receive it. Yeah. Unsolicited advice is... is Just don't. Just no. Here's a just a good, like, lesson in life. Yeah. Just don't. Question. Is this advice I'm about to give unsolicited? Well, the answer is always yes. <laughs> Did- and then your answer should always be to yourself, don't do it. Yeah. Unless you're being asked directly. Yeah. Or I will say, there's a couple cases. Is this an actual life and death emergency where you're giving the advice See, and information? Then I don't know that that would even be unsolicited advice. That falls into life or death giving information. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Anyway, then he has the audacity to grab her wrist. No. Yeah. That's adorable. No, like it. He learns why that's a bad idea. Uh-huh. And as soon as she takes her first punches, his two friends... Stand up and join the fight. And he mostly just stands back to watch. Yeah, but also how exciting for um, uh, Rachel Luttrell to yeah. get to fight Mark DeCastro. I know. Like, yes, let's do this. Like, for all of the, I think, like, 
when they would go to break, the director's like, okay, now me. Now yeah. me, teach me a thing. Just one thing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, even though technically most of the fighting was her double, she's just sitting there going, but can I just... Can I just take? Can I, I just take I a mean, swing? I do this to Jesse now. Yeah, I'm like, okay, block. Tell me what to do, and then block it, <laughs> and then we're gonna do it. Okay, ready, go. And then we do that for a little while, and he goes, okay, are you done? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm done for now. So I would absolutely be like, yeah. okay, show me a thing, to, and then and then you tell me what to do, and then block it. Because now fighting. you can say that Ronan comes in to save her, but <laughs> listen, she held her own against all three, and I'm pretty sure she'd be able to way to find a way out of that if yeah. need be. Ronan does show up. We hear the sound of his blaster. Uh-huh. And that's when Ronan sees who was attacking Taylor. It's yeah. his assholes. Oh, yes. All my friends. Arya. Arya. No, not Arya. Ara. Arya. Arya Stark. It's just Arya now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Arya, Rakai, and Tiremark. <laughs> They're all very excited and they embrace and cheer and group bear hug. And Taylor's yeah. over here like, what the actual fuck? They're just full barbarians that go in and out of rage. Yep. Easily and peasily. That's a word now. I did it. Back on Atlantis. Mm-hmm. God, I love this scene. <laughs> this is a great... Okay, this, I'm going to let you get through the scene, but then there's something I'm going to go off on a tangent. But, but let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I think I may... Nope, I haven't missed credits yet. So back no. in Atlantis, uh, Z- Zelenka and McKay are walking and talking down the hallway. And since McKay ha- like, has heard a rumor and Zelenka has a rumor, never mind, McKay doesn't know the rumor, forget he even said anything, it'd be yeah. irresponsible for him to say something, and Zelenka's like, that's... No. Yeah. No. We're not playing the high school shit. Yeah. So the IOA has made their final decision about Atlantis, mm-hmm. and then they have a new leader picked yep. out. And word has it that they're going with the foremost expert in ancient technology and replicators. And obviously the only person that would be applied to is McKay. This is where I want to take a minute here. Yeah. This is such a great take on something that happens all the time in the world everywhere. Yeah. And I, I want to share this because I feel like it's important for for those of us in a workforce. Yeah. Certain workforces. People always think they know the answer. Yeah. That the higher ups don't. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm clearly the best choice or so-and-so. It's like, you don't even know half of the candidates because you're only thinking what you're already seeing in front of you. It's it's almost like a bias. Or on the complete opposite end, Mm -hmm. you always assume that whatever is happening in that office behind closed doors is about you. The same idea. Yeah. It's the same concept. Yeah. But it's like... There is such a larger world <laughs> yeah. that we can easily like, and I'll give it to McKay. He's on an actual other planet. He's in a literal bubble. Yes. But it is so important to be able to see beyond our bubbles. Yeah. To be, because I, I know that these are facts and I know that this happens all the time and people are always like, what? That came like, out of left field. It's like, I really didn't though. Like, no. this is a big, big world. Yep. Uh, I just love it. I like to think of it as a lesson. This is Grace's communication and leadership partner. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. I uh, I like how Zelenka's eyes widen in a bit of fear. Uh-huh. Because he's also in the bubble. He's like, oh, God, could they? Yeah. To they wouldn't. I, no. Yeah. Um, you know, Zelenka did know they were leaning towards someone with a science background, mm-hmm. which McKay, you know, is like, look, it's about time that one of us, you know, ended up in a position of real power. Uh-huh. And... I mean, that is what happens. It's, you know, it's scary to McKay. 
He'll be making decisions that affect not only the entire city, but the whole galaxy. And uh-huh. Zelenka's like, this is fucking terrifying. No. This is my nightmare. No, this like is my this. nightmare. Yeah. And McKay is up for the challenge. You know how leaders never never second guessing themselves as a leader. He's going to make Roddick proud. And as Roddick just stands there questioning life itself. Okay. And then this is a good lesson for Roddick too. Consider your source. Consider your source. Consider your source. <laughs> yeah. I think he's sitting there going, they, they, could, they couldn't write. He's almost convinced. Yeah. I know. Yeah, he's almost convinced Roddick that they will do this. I know. Yeah. John is there in control room mm-hmm. as McKay walks up. And he's actually updating Sam Carter via FaceTime. And, and updating us as well. Uh, the Wraith Replicator War is in full swing. Uh-huh. The bugs are on the warpath. John will have the reports ready for her. McKay just sits there with a grin. Yeah. Uh, John's just getting ready for the change of commands and mm-hmm. that grin on McKay's face because he knows. And Sam's surprised. And McKay just wanted to say that the IOA couldn't have made a better choice. And that touches Sam a bit. And and we literally see the wheels in McKay's head churning and then screech to a halt. Yeah, well, it's like they're the train has gone off the yep. rails, and he, you know, you, you know what the better description is? Like that is a great description, but it's more like Wiley e. Coyote has yeah. walked off the cliff uh-huh. a while back. Yep, and we all saw it happen, and he just he realized has not figured it out until yep. right that moment. Yep. And then all of a sudden we get the thing of his head's there and his body falls. Yeah, exactly. Time stops as we see McKay <laughs> redoing all of his calculations. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we hear glass shattering. Yeah, yeah. And the brain just goes, ee! <laughs> also glass shattering in a whole different way. What, what? Oh, oh yes, the IOA it, did pick the top ancient technology and replicator expert. Yeah. With a science background, Roddick wasn't wrong about that. Watch your feet, ladies. Soon There's glass to be all over that the new boss, Colonel Samantha Carter. She did it, though. She did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, credits. Granted, Weir was also yeah. a woman, but still. Still. Yeah. Let's keep this legacy going. Let, there was already broken glass when Sam just like, I'm going to clear some more of the glass out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, this is cool because um, they did get that military person in, but it's not your run of the mill military. They got both in. military and science. Yeah. Done. It's great. Back in the village. After credits, that was credits back there. Uh huh. Back in the village, everyone is now on their way to getting drunk. Yep. Ronan is catching up with his friends and we learned some of their history. Mm-hmm. So they they weren't on Satita like Ronan was when the Wraith attacked. They were basically a special ops team. Yeah. And they, they were doing away. strikes against the Wraith. And on a mission before the Wraith came to Satita, Ronan thought they were killed. Mm-hmm. Um, he saw darts overtake their position and he took the whole second squad that he was leading and went back through the gate back home to Satita in reality, that team wasn't overtaken by the Wraith. They had found some caves. Right. Which eventually were then collapsed, which took them days to dig out, and then two more weeks to fight their way back to the gate. By the time they got back to the Tita, it had already fallen. Basically, Ronan thought they were dead long yeah. before things went to shit. Yes. On Satita. Um, and, well, not long before. But like a before, week before, yeah. yeah. And then Ronan obviously felt guilty for leaving them behind, but mm. Rakai's like, Nah. <laughs> if you yeah. had gone back to get us, we would have died back on Satita then. Yep. And they had heard rumors 
of Ronan as a runner, that he was seven feet tall, the strength of five men, he yeah. killed a hundred wraith, and Ronan figures, you know, two out of three at least are exaggerated. Yeah. I, some of those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, the, the number of wraith might be actually underestimated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pump those numbers up, son. Exactly. And Tyremark raises a glass for a toast to the misery of their enemies and the reunion of friends back from the dead. Yay. Back on Earth. Mm-hmm. At the SJC. Oh, more old friends. Sam is packing up her stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing her full lab will be sent later. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's going to take a while. I'm guessing we've just missed Cam and Vala and Daniel uh-huh. coming to say their goodbyes. Sure. Um, and I'm also just going to say this right Her jacket looks two sizes too big here, and that looks like it fits the next scene. Just saying. Yeah, I think uh, Wardrobe was like, ah, yeah. oh, shit, we didn't have time to get to this jacket the way we thought we yeah. would. Just, just pin it a little. Just, no. Nah. Um, the important part is, is that Taylor comes to visit her. Sorry. Tilk. Yeah. It literally says Tilk. I'm so used to seeing a T name and saying uh-huh. Taylor when it comes to Atlantis. Tilk comes to visit her mm-hmm. and gives her the wisdom that Braytac gave him when he left Chulak. Draw mm-hmm. from your past, but do not let your past draw from you. Boom. Damn good words. Get it. That Braytech, yo, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, uh, and so even proud of he's yeah. really like taking on the role of the wise and old, old <sighs> Jaffa man. He's just my old Jedi master. Yeah, <laughs> um, and even Sam, like Sam, who like the we look up to is just like our beacon of badassery. She's dealing with hesitation of moving on insecurities about the future and not wanting to leave her family that she's been with for 10 years well the sense of loyalty that she's attached to what she does and what she does with these people yeah yeah and there's also i'm sure the huge hesitation of like she hasn't been she's commanded sg1 a few times but Mm -hmm. you know taking command of atlantis is a whole different deal. Yeah, that imposter syndrome's got to be setting in a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because this isn't just her in her lab figuring out some cool science magic. Yeah. And mind you, she's great, and she doesn't show any of those cards no. once she gets to Atlantis, but it's if you've never done something before, there yeah. is a sense of like, well, I've never done this before. Exactly. And Teal'c is that safe zone where she can be like, yo, Teal'c, yeah. I have some feels. I've never done this before, yeah. But Teal'c reminds her that, yeah, we've done a lot over the past 10 years, and it was great, but Atlantis needs you now. It's an incredible honor, and you need to embrace it, and we're always going to be here. Mm -hmm. We have a goddamn Stargate system, for crying out loud. This is basically the equivalent of you moving across the country. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like we're never going to see you again. It's not like the original Atlantis expedition where we didn't know when we'd be able to contact Earth again. Yeah, this isn't like, I may never see you again. Yeah. Status. It's like, I'll see you, like, once or twice a year. Yeah. This isn't, like, her actual family who's, like, in the dark of things and can't know. (laughs) Like, most of the people on Atlantis where it's like, yeah, they're just gone. Yeah. No clue. Secret mission, never to be seen again. So she hopes that she can expect a visit from time to time. And Teal'c says that undomesticated equines could not keep Teal'c away. Nice callback. Yeah. Indeed. And they hug. And I always, in this scene... Think back to the fact that Teal'c remembers their relationship oh, yeah. in the no longer fake future that yeah. never was. Yep. 
Guess that ship's sailing yep. off to Atlantis now. <laughs> um, but for now, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And I like this scene not only because just it's just a beautiful scene. Yeah. But I like the meta-ness of this scene. That it's Amanda who's continuing in with the Stargate filming family. Oh, yeah. And moving over to, you know, the rest of her SG-1 team is moving on to different things. And now it's Atlantis that needs Amanda tapping. It's also a really smart way to get endorsement. Yeah. From the SG-1 fans. Mm-hmm. Over to like, hey... We're, it's like, we're backing this up. Yeah. SG-1, yes, we're canceled, but we are endorsing that you continue watching Atlantis. Because you know there's always, there's always people who are fans. It's like the people who yeah. are fans of the movie that didn't like the first series. It's the same and then idea. there's yeah. the people who are like, oh, I'm an SG-1 fan and I don't like Atlantis, etc. Yeah. It, it is, it's a scene where SG-1 gets to advocate for yeah. Atlantis. Yeah. Um, in the Atlantis gate room, McKay has a basket of fruit and <laughs> yeah. from the various worlds that I they trade this with. Basket. And it is all the painted fruit that we made fun of in Wormhole Extreme. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it so much. John calls one. it lame. He would do some flowers or something to yeah. like brighten her quarters. Such a jerk. I so McKay God. gives the basket to the guy next to him and tells him to go. Let me just put this out there right now. Yeah. That if I can have a fruit basket or a flowers, give me the fruit basket. Because it's a fruit basket. I think to me it very much depends mm-hmm. on the fruit and on the flowers. No, I like the fruit basket. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm <laughs> I just mean, saying I for like me, flowers. Yeah, it, to me, it depends on the fruit. Depends on the yeah. flowers. I mean, I'm not mad at either. No, but if there's an option, it's like, well, one, I like fruit because yeah. I like to eat it. So there's a second. It's not only pretty, also I can eat it. Like, don't don't give me a basket of of red delicious apples. Okay. Just no. See, I will make those work. Mm. Um, but I also ha- have no problem with any fruits. So Almost any other fruit. Absolutely delicious and I love it. Okay. <laughs> Just don't come at me with red delicious apples. Well, that's the thing too is a fruit basket should not have one type of fruit in it. Accurate. So. Accurate. Yeah, there's that. Accurate. <laughs> so the Stargate then dials up, and now comes Colonel Samantha Carter. Burn, burn. John McCain's Lanka go up to greet her and then stand next to her as she has a very short, sweet, and to the point speech that she is honored. She's fully committed to the mission, Atlantis, and most importantly, all of them. Yep. Um, Smart. I like that she is a woman of only so many words, less science is involved. Then she'll go on, but if not, yeah, uh, short and sweet and to the point. Well, and I think she's doing this calculated thing where it's like the longer I talk, the more nervous I make it. Possibly. So let's keep it short and yeah. then I can keep it cool faster and then we're done. Also, as will come up later, guys, reminder, I I'm not weird. I'm not I'm not a talky person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an actions person. Mm-hmm. Oh, and as a reminder, if you want to get married on Atlantis, Sam can now officiate. Hell yes. That is a thing that they, there's all these but marriages yeah. now. Hundred percent. They're gonna do you know like block of cheese day. Yeah. They're gonna have wedding day. Oh, I really Where now it's just want like all a, the weddings. I really, really want like there's got if it if it is block out there. Cheese day for anyone Please out there. send me a a fanfic of the Atlantis block of cheese day. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just weddings and yeah. like, can you, I want to adopt so-and-so's child. Or again, or, yeah. our map of Atlantis, we need to put it upside down. <laughs> the Mercator system is flawed. If you're ha- if you only going to watch one episode of West Wing ever, 
I advocate Big Block of Cheese Day, the original <laughs> from the first season. Because like there's a that. couple. Yeah. Back at the tavern. Ah, uh, yes. Ronan is getting Jason Momoa's own tattoo. Well, that's how you do it. I remember when I was like, hey, pay attention to how he has a bandage right on his arm mm-hmm. and he's wearing long sleeves. Yep. Jason Momoa got this tattoo between seasons. That makes sense. And they just wrote it on in. Sure. Um, it's his actual tattoo, obviously. It's better than trying to put makeup over it every yes. single uh, day on shooting. Well, I also think it's appropriate to Ronan as a right. character. And I also know it's very important to Jason Momoa, this yeah. specific, well, all of his tattoos. But this one, um, so the triangles, mm-hmm. it's it's a series of black triangles. Then you have the the inverse white triangles, or okay. skin colored triangles. Um, they represent shark's teeth. Oh, nice. And they represent his Hawaiian family crest. Nice. And the family guardian of the shark. Mm-hmm. And one quote he had is, it is supposed to take the darkness out of your heart and bring the light in. Oh, cool. As well as protection over him and his family. I like it. I'm yeah. a fan. It's a, it's a very quality tattoo. I'm, I'm here for it. Also, like it again, it's like he was made to play Aquaman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Because it's also like he part was of also it. made to play. Uh, oh, I just lost the name of uh, Maui. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. If he had played Maui, yeah, he should have played Maui. I mean, listen, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was, was a fucking amazing Maui, but Jason Momoa could have been him. I would Maui. like just a, a cut. I want him to be Maui's cousin. Yeah, like, just as arrogant, uh-huh. but slightly less charismatic. Just uh, like slightly, slightly more surfer, just surfer bro. Yeah, like just a little bit less. Drinks more. Convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it also <laughs> apparently has, it like protects him when he goes into the water. Oh, nice. Um, again. Yeah. It, it was, he was, he was made to play Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, if I haven't said this before, I love Jace Momoa and my love started with Ronan Dex. <laughs> I can see that. And has only grown. <laughs> uh, so Rakai is giving me a stick and po tattoo here. He's mm-hmm. just taking it. Like, he's like, this, I feel nothing. Except for that one time when he hits the wrong nerve. Yeah. And then, and then just it, slaps him across the face. If I feel it, you feel it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to say also Keller, also Grace, would not be happy with the sanitary situation going on it's here. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. That's just going to get infected. I hope they're at least pouring spirits over it or I something. have no clue how that tattoo is that healed by the end of this episode because not that many days has passed. Yeah. I, I, yeah, Atlantis, you know what it is, is he took it to Keller because it was infected. She's like, fuck, here's, here's a super healing magical Atlantis property for you. Don't, don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again. That's really what it is. It was like, if you, um, it's like, well, all I could do is shoot you up with antibiotics and hope for the best. So Mm -hmm. she does the Atlantis equivalent of that and it happens to help it heal out faster. Uh, And now we get to the last three years for this group. Uh Uh-huh. Eating, drinking, killing Wraith. Basically, yeah. it's been the last three years. They're essentially hired Wraith killers. They yeah. kind of just roam around. They don't always have a lot to work with, but they make do with what they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and originally, there were five of them. Yep. Um, but they last they lost Marika and Hemi along the way, and that's where Ronan starts to offer up the help of his new people and Taylor. Gives him a death glare like, uh, that just stabs uh, yeah. him right in the neck. Uh, uh, it's like when someone, you guys can come over and, uh, uh, and just just that t- under uh, under nope. the table mm. kick. Yeah, 
That's so sweet of you to offer a thing that I don't want to offer. Instead, he just raises a toast to Marika and Hemi. (laughs) I love it. In Sam's quarters, Mm -hmm. there is a blink and you'll miss it moment, and I'm wondering if you caught it. Did you catch a thing that was in her, her, her... her suitcase. No, I was busy looking at the other stuff in the room. Oh, what was it? There is a uh, there's an eight by ten framed photo of someone. Is it of a of a of a of a Mr. O'Neill? There is there is definitely an eight by ten of Mr. O'Neill in her luggage. Right on. Let's not fucking pretend that that shit isn't going on. Go Sam. Yeah, go Jack. <laughs> well, fair. I mean, let's be real. Who you know? No, no shame on on Jack here, but like, well, yeah. Who 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 who, who moved up in that relationship? <laughs> yeah, I love Jack, but I mean, it's Sam Carter. Yeah, she yeah, she's kind of incredible. <laughs> um, I guess they activated the Stargate like a second time to get all of her shit through because sure. the first time was just her and a tiny briefcase. Yeah. It was like, you know what it is? It was a bunch of guys walked in behind her while she was talking. They were just like, we're just, excuse us, we're not, we're not here. We're just, just do what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, McKay comes in with a small bundle of flowers. <laughs> yeah. And she thinks it's very sweet and points to a vase, which is right next <coughs> to the basket of fruit. Yeah. That McKay had put together earlier. Interesting. And Sam points out that that it, it, John dropped that off earlier. Yeah, it's a sampling of fruit from all the homeworlds of their trading partners. It was such a thoughtful <laughs> gesture. I love, I love this so much. And McKay mentally murders John. Do you think that it went like this? John was like, "I'm gonna take this present," <laughs> or he was like, "Oh well, now that he doesn't want to do it, I guess I'll do it." Like, which feels more his angle? I think John's angle was more. Oh, shit. Was I supposed to do a gift? God, I forgot a gift. McKay's already put a gift together. I wonder if I can get McKay's gift. Yeah. I think it was that. Yeah. Because to me, it's more like, oh, he was cheesing Rodney and then didn't think far enough ahead. Yeah. To like, oh, I need to get a gift now, too. But actually, I just had him give up this one, so I'll do this one. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like if you thought of it a little bit more beforehand, you would have been like, put my name on that. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think it was like, oh, shit. Was I supposed to do yeah. a gift? <laughs> Just take his gift. Yeah. Um, McKay just wanted to see how she's settling in. Yeah. See if she needs anything. And did I mention I'm seeing someone? <laughs> Sam's like, huh? McKay just wanted her to know because they'll be working together a lot in and considering mm-hmm. their past. And Sam's like, huh? What are you? You, oh. you know, their unrequited love that's been hanging over their heads. Sam's like. Lust. Oh, sorry. Unrequited lust. (laughs) Unrequited lust that's been hanging over heads. And Sam's like, huh? Yeah. She's like, yeah, I think we'll be fine. I like the way she's like, oh, oh, is there? (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) That's adorable. The way her mouth just frowns. I know. When she's like, we'll be fine. It is the best, the best face acting. Yeah. It's, oh. it's like you're talking to a child. Yeah. Almost. You're like, oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I will hold my emotions oh. in check. Oh, no. Whatever. And try not to tear your clothes off. Again, Once again, there's an ability for Rodney to, to not see past himself. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and that's when Rona burges in, mm-hmm. and after some brief introductions, he wants to see if his friends can come over and play. Yeah. Um, no, Ronan, because reasons. Yeah. Well, the IOA doesn't even know, and McKay tries to pipe in here, but, like, Sam's got this. Yeah. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Here's all the reasons why that can't happen, Ronan. Yeah. It's how you keep a base secret. Mm-hmm. You don't tell people. Yeah. Pretty it basic shit. Kind of doesn't matter if you vouch for him or not. Yeah. Like, we have a new planet, we have a new set of rules, and a new person in charge, Ronan adds. Yeah. And he goes, Weir would never doubt me. And he takes <laughs> a step up, trying to roll intimidation. Yeah. But hey, Ronan, old buddy, old pal. Yeah. That shit don't work on Sam. Ronan, do your homework. <laughs> Just a little bit. Because if you did, you would not have come into this room intimidated by this woman. Yeah! Because she's scary. Yeah! Um, (laughs) She will blow up a sun. Yes. You think she is worried about a man? (laughs) But Sam holds her place as Ronan tries to roll intimidation and holds his stare. Uh She's like, yep, this isn't about you. Yeah. (laughs) The rules are the same for everyone. And by the way, second, I'm not Dr. Weir. Yeah. Yeah. No, and she really isn't. And and there's a difference. Uh, This is where Sam's experience and military training come into play. Like, I've dealt with assholes like you my entire career. 100%. I am not scared of you. You can swing your dick all you want, dude. I've seen bigger. (laughs) Yeah. And was not scared by those either. Mm -mm. So stop it. (laughs) Ronan just backs up while not breaking his stare and then walks away realizing he extremely overestimated the situation I do love or underestimated whichever it is I do love that Sam takes the approach that I think is you don't escalate a situation unless you need to yeah you you always start small Uh you start at the you you start at the very base and you just try to you just focus on facts. Yeah. This is not about people. Mm-mm. Uh, you don't have to step up bigger because nobody wins that game. No. Nope. Because then you've already started playing the game. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you can sit there and try and intimidate all you want, but if nobody's on the other end, then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, McKay does McKay does to point out that if that's not normal. You actually caught him on a good day. <laughs> Back in the oh, village, Tiremark is teaching some kids some magic trick, I think. I don't know, but... Ronan's back. Apparently the Satetans are actually going to try to stay here for a little bit. And then they're going to go wherever the Stargates take them. They Mm. go where they want. They leave when they're not wanted. Mm -hmm. Ronan was really hoping his people would show more hospitality. But like, hey, don't worry, Tyremark says. Not everyone gets an invitation to Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, To note, Taylor and Ronan never said Atlantis before this. Yeah. But... Tyre knows, because yeah. as you travel, you hear word and rumor about the people who are in the City of the Ancients and the runner who has joined them. Interesting. And they got all this intel. It's so interesting. I know. So many interesting things they know. Ronan feels a little bad. He couldn't just be honest with them from the start. Um, But Tyre gets it. You know, they put their trust in Ronan mm-hmm. and he kept their trust. Yep. I mean, Ronan, if anything, is true to his word. He does have some degree of, of all three of these Satidans, mm-hmm. um, Tire Mark is the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intellectual minded. Intellectually yes. minded. Willing to look at things from another angle. Yeah. Yeah. 
anyway, that's all. 100%. As we see at the end mm-hmm. when he doesn't continue. But, yeah. um, and then <laughs> he starts trying to undermine the situation without knowing anything about Atlantis and the teams or the people or the situation or the city. Just starts saying that, of course, they didn't make an exception for you just because you asked it. You're not their friend. Yeah. Well, this is, again, he's a little more intellectually mm-hmm. minded. It doesn't mean he's automatically good. No. It just means he knows how to use these other parts. Yes. Other than his fist. His charisma is a little higher than everyone else's. So he's like, I'm going to try it the nice way and then I will try it the, like the, you know, the other way and try to create some subterfuge Mm -hmm. and see if I can get to you to shake your trust. He goes, you're just their ally. You're their guest. Mm -hmm. Like, we're your friends. Yeah. And yeah, Atlantis is good people. Like, they helped you. It's undeniable they've hit the wraith hard. Total respect for that. But you don't have to commit to them. Mm-hmm. You know, you belong with us. You belong to me. All your base belong to us. Mm-hmm. So John finds Sam, the best view of the city, oh, out yeah. on the balcony, out, outside the control room, gate room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is both impressive and overwhelming. Yeah. Which John knows coming from someone with Sam's track record is saying something. That is, yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> blew up a sun. Yeah. I feel like that would be the top thing in my... Uh, Resume? Yeah. My CV? Yeah. Yeah, definitely on the CV. Blew up a sun. Also, apparently, John's name was on the short list. Yeah, I believe that. And John knows that, but he saw what Weir had to go through, and he knows the politics and some of the red tape, and he does not envy Sam. Again, what machine would he rage against if he was the boss? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, yes, going to try to rescue Weir is still the top of his mind. And I like how this is a mirror to, in the pilot episodes, when John wanted to go rescue, um, what's his face? Um, Colonel, oh, what's his face? Oh, Mayhew. Nope. Nope. Just blanked his name. Original military commander. Yeah. I'm yep. a horrible person that just forgot his name, but that's okay. We know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he was getting stonewalled by the IOA when John was asking, but he's hoping now that Sam's here in charge, she's going to give him the green light. And she's like, no. That's the thing is uh, one of the biggest hurdles that Sam will have is people know her. Mm-hmm. So people who are friends with her are like, hey, buddy, you're yeah. boss now. You're my friend. And it's like... That's not how this works. And I'm sure that's very hard for her in some yeah. places. Well, and the thing is, she has to create this boundary yeah. here. Like a very solid, clear, defined, like, this doesn't change how I'm going to do the work. The line must be drawn here. <laughs> this far. No further. <laughs> um, and uh, she's like, it's too dangerous to go. He goes, well, last time we went and raided the replicator planet for ZPMs, it was dangerous, too. And she's like, yeah, but that was a goddamn Hail Mary pass and you had an advantage. Yeah, bro, we have the facts and we're voting no. Like, yeah. you you forget, like, there is nobody on this base <laughs> smarter than Sam. Or no one on this base who understands exactly where you're coming from more than Sam. Well, here's my thought more is, like, you're trying to persuade this person to do a thing that is absolutely illogical with, like, the lamest argument ever. We did yeah. it before. It's like, yeah, when you had we were on your side, when uh-huh. you had another person who knew, like, what kind of bull- like, That is not what you appeal to. You're you, not going to win on the logic front. If you're going to try and appeal, 
You go for the emotions. She's part of our team. She would, we would be, we don't leave a man behind. You do all oh, that. I'm more like, as she goes, you don't, I don't even think it would necessarily work with, with leave a man behind because she's like, look, I don't want to leave someone behind any more than you do. I'm not saying you in a suicide mission. I think, and this is what Sam says, you come at her with the homework done. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, if you're going to go into this, do your research and get a better argument. You know, yeah. come back to her. Like, remember the time that Jack was stuck in this thing? How much did it suck for you when he was stuck on that other planet? You guys didn't know. We need to keep looking because then you get some sort of concession. Well, but the thing is, is, is I, I still um, come down to you can't just come back with no plan. The whole point is you need yeah. a plan. Yeah. It doesn't matter what emotional arguments you come at me with. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just say, hey, let's get in a jumper and head to the planet, fuck no. Well, if you say, yeah. hey, I have it. These are, this is my plan. Mm-hmm. This is how I think we can do this. These are the people I think we need. Yeah. Here is the game plan. Yeah. Then even she, she goes, I don't care if it's an outside chance. Yeah. As long as you've proved to me you've done some homework and you know yeah. what you're getting into and Basically, how you actually you've done plan. Nothing you've done nothing except, except hit up your friend for a favor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I'm not just going to send you out with a jumper to go rescue Weir, not knowing yeah. where she is, if she's alive or anything. Mm-hmm. What's your plan? Yeah. What do you have? Yeah. Where? Yeah. It's where? been weeks and all you've done is go, we need to go rescue Weir. Let's go, please. Yeah. How about figure out what you're going to do? It's no, it's no better than what Ronan did. Yeah. Yeah. You my know, for come a f- over. exactly. Yeah. You know, for a fact that McKay got a whole bunch of Intel when they were hacked into the matrix, mm-hmm. use some of that Intel, figure out what you're going to do. Tell me that it's worth the chance. Yes. Yeah. Show me. And as much as John hates to admit it, he gets it and he can respect it. Yeah. Yeah. So then Ronan's in the gym uh-huh. sparring with a blindfolded Taylor. Yep. And she just smacks him in the side of the face. She's going hard. Um, because she's like, you you seem distracted. He's like, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, please stop hitting me. So she smacks him again. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. So she smacks him again. He's like, fine, fine. Just stop hitting me and I'll tell you anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ronan admits he is thinking of leaving Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taylor's like, do you have to be so dramatic? Does it have yeah. to be like Atlantis Seriously, or your yeah. friends? And Aurora points out that these are more than just my friends. These are my family and you wouldn't understand. And Taylor's <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding hold me? Hold up. Yeah. Hold, 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 hold up a minute. If anyone, the leader, the aromantic, like the. I only understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I left my people. The voice of the Tempest. <laughs> I was their leader. Yeah. Um, and it was the hard decision yeah. I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I'm as close as a trip to the Stargate. And sometimes I think I've betrayed them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that of all the people to say you wouldn't understand yeah. to. Like the only person worse that he could say this to was like Teal. I know. Like, bro. <laughs> You are being very dramatic right now. I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ronan's like, well, how did you get over it? She's like, you don't. Yeah. You don't get over it. I sometimes question things, like, but I know that I can do more here yeah. to help my people and all of the other humans in the galaxy than I ever could as just the leader of my people. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, facts. And Ronan ponders those words. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. You wouldn't understand. Bitch, oh, please. Okay. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Surly teenager. In the mess, as Ronan is eating, John finds him, sits down with his own <laughs> his own food, and you know, yes, he knows Taylor has Ronan knows Taylor's talked to John. Mm-hmm. John's gonna say anything though. He doesn't have to. Yeah. Uh, Ronan already knows that John would say he's a valuable member of the team. And mm-hmm. he couldn't easily be replaced. He already knows that Ronan may think he's going back to something he lost, but there's nothing to go back to. Yep. And that living with his buddies on the run won't change the fact that Steve is gone. But John's not going to say any of that. Right. Because he doesn't he need doesn't to. doesn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Energy. Um, He's like, look, I know this isn't going to bring back the past. Mm-hmm. But my team needs me. They always have. I took care of them and I got them home when they went into battle. Now, Okay. Rodin. I would say possibly Rodin has a little bit of argument because obviously in the episode we see how well they took care of themselves. But yeah. like it's a little much to be like they've survived for the past how many years, but they, they won't certainly... make another day without me. <laughs> exactly. They've exhausted yeah. It's it is again. It's it's a hard day for Ronan. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic stands. <laughs> it's a hard. This is a hard episode for Ronan because a lot of his yeah. um, areas of opportunity are showing up. Yeah, it's like it really isn't all about you here. No, it really isn't. There is more to this. Um, you're not thinking with anything other than your emotion. You're you are trying to hold on to something that's not there anymore, mm-hmm. which thankfully he sees at the end. Um, but bruh, you technically didn't help them survive last time. No. So I think they're okay. It's okay to practice a little bit of detachment. Like it's a little bit to be like, well, they're on there. This is the path they've decided. I think what's, I do like about this is that it is the same. I'm not seeing the full picture that McKay was doing at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. Yeah. It's the exact same idea. Yeah. If it didn't come out of my brain, there must not be an answer out there exactly. because I can't think of it. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro, there's more. <laughs> um, I also think that there is, we were talking about, you have to come with the right arguments. Uh-huh. There is a much better argument that Ronan could be making to John right now. Yeah. The argument you should be making is comparing this to John's own team. Mm-hmm. If John had thought, go, what if this was your team yeah. and you had thought all of Atlantis was dead for years well, and you joined yeah. an entire new people and then you found out that me, Taylor, and McKay were actually alive, yeah. what would you do then? And that's the thing. It doesn't even have to be an argument. It's just consider the appeal of coming from this place of truth because yeah. that is what the truth is. It's not that you think they can It's like you just don't know how to exist without them. And, yeah. and you could easily just come to John and say... I don't know how to exist without them knowing that they're here now. Yes. What would you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Because then you're coming at someone with an opportunity for a conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, but they, that's, I'm just saying like, not just yeah. an argument, but that's a way of like, this is the spot I'm in oh, if yeah. I can yeah. relate it's it to you. a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Um, but actually, Ronan wants to run a joint mission. His friends have some intel on the Wraith target, and despite the Wraith and the Replicators kicking each other's asses right now, mm-hmm. this is still going to pique John's interest, but he wants to wait until Arya, Rakai, and Tire, Tire Mark mm-hmm. <laughs> can be in on this too. This is where it starts to get smart. The yeah. trouble is, you know, we know how they 
We know that this was the hook. <sighs> yeah. The hook. It's the hook to get the party started. Mm-hmm. That intel is that it is a Wraith lab they want to hit. Mm-hmm. It's a weapons research facility. And since the Wraith are fighting on so many fronts, the place is undermanned. McKay does clarify that undermanned is not the same as unmanned. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Tyre is not worried about it at all. Um, but th- what they could use some help with is the getaway part, as yeah. John puts it, the designated drivers. Sure. Tiger puts, pulls out a map of the facility as a half day's trip from the gate on foot, and getting out fast before reinforcements arrive would be awesome. Yeah, that's fair. So all John has to do is fly, and they're going to do the legwork. Hmm. And John's like, that's great and all, but if we're in on this, we are in on yeah. this. Yep. And McKay doesn't really see why they would. I mean, new Wraith technique would be great, or like a stockpile, or maybe something we bought off eBay, and John takes over that thought, so McKay will stop talking. Shut your mouth and stop sharing information. More like, why would we risk our lives on this? Let's just wait a month. They're kicking each other's asses right now. Let them soften each other up, and then in a month or so, we'll do lunch again, and we'll talk this over. Yep. Someone run up points out... That one of the things they're working on in this facility is a way to turn off the replicator attack code. Dun, dun, dun. Which changes everything. Yep. Everyone just kind of takes that in for a moment. Mm-hmm. McKay figures the code was turned off once before and quite possibly it was a Wraith who did it the first time. Makes sense. And clearly they can't let that happen because no one needs the Wraith to pay attention to the rest of the galaxy right no, now. this is, we said this to, to fight you on purpose. Mm-hmm. We needed to keep doing it thing. So, Tyre asked John. Someone's casting dispel magic on my yeah. area of effect spell that I set up over yes. here. Yes. Yeah. He asked John, are you in? And John's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Now I gotta. Ronan and John walk and talk outside the village for a bit. And John knows his friends are capable enough, mm-hmm. you know. Or Ronan's friends are capable enough. Yeah. And the last thing we need right now is someone going off half cocked and risking the op. And Ronan's yeah. like, "This isn't their first rodeo. Just keep your guys in check. I've never seen them in action. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. But this is the first time we're they're doing it with someone. Sure. And he doesn't want this turning into a pissing match. So Ronan's like, "Well, I'll keep my group in order if you keep your group in order." And John's like, "Wait, wasn't my group also your group?" Yeah. Yeah. Also, apples and oranges. Yeah. Like, we've... Um, Ronan, when I keep my group in order, it usually means keep you in order. Yeah. <laughs> you have a group of yous yeah, to yeah. keep in order now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and Ronan was going to wait to tell him this until after, but um, Ronan has made his decision, and after this mission, he is leaving Atlantis. Dun, dun, dun. So, before the next scene... Mm-hmm. I want to point out two deleted scenes that apparently existed. Okay. Okay. The first is that pre-military, Ronan was a poet, an artist, and a painter. Oh. I mean, you can see why he's so passionate. So cue all the montage scenes of him and Lauren out on the Pierce painting, please. (laughs) I like it. It's all I want. Mm -hmm. Fanfic of that. Uh, Or fan art. Whichever. Second, the painting over his head of his bed... That yes. gets featured some prominently yeah. is apparently from the Satitan Military Museum. Oh. And at some point after he came to Atlantis, he went back to Satita and like went through the rubble Got and it. like brought rescued. the rescued. I can imagine it's the equivalent of like, I've rescued this like Da Vinci. Yeah. And I'm now putting it over my bed. I what would you take? What would you rescue? Oh. 
I don't know. I feel like Starry Night's a good one. I was actually thinking of Van Gogh, yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch. Da Vinci always... Didn't he paint on giant canvases? Isn't the Mona Lisa, like, huge? No. It's actually pretty small. Is it? Okay. Yeah. It's actually pretty small. But I would also just be, like, all of his his drawings. That's fair. I'm a huge... I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Da Vinci. Yeah. Um, artist, scientist. Makes sense. I may just save as much of that as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. Um... I don't know. Uh, I, I got, you know, I gotta go with my girl Frida. Yeah. Some weird shit. Yeah. Um, I like it. It is quality. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many pieces. It's not representative of a, of, the, it's hard. There's no one piece of art that's representative of humanity as a whole. No, there's not. Uh, but there's that not. would just be my favorite piece. And that's the thing. It's like, and I'm, and I only say, and I only say, like, Da Vinci, because he's objectively one of my favorites yeah um but there's a lot of there's a lot of individual pieces that i'm like i don't even know the names of uh-huh. but i love and we'd be like i want to preserve that uh i, I would bring saturn devouring his son there you go because it's so fucking metal so there's one and, and you know sometimes paintings stick in your head not even because of the subject or not because they're objectively like one of your favorites but there's something about the piece that like yeah. will always stick in your head I cannot tell you what the name of this painting is. I cannot tell you the name of it. So this is going to be very, like, won't mean much to most people. But if you've been to the National Portrait Museum in D.C., there is a portrait. Um, It is, it's, I think she's a singer, but there's a woman. It's a full-length portrait of this woman in a red dress. Okay. And it's like, it's an older red dress, sort of Victorian era. Okay. It is so vibrantly red huh. that it appears to be glowing. That's cool. Like it the the intensity of the red of this dress like sticks in my mind. Right on. It's I had to sit there and stare at it like jaw dropped in awe. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. Because I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't. Mm. I what? <laughs> why is why are why? Yes. Yeah. There's also a painting at the Art Museum in Richmond um, that it, it's not Jackson Pollock, but it's very Pollock-esque. Yeah. And it is a huge, it's a wall-sized canvas. Those are always impressive to be able to like, how did this person put this vision Yeah, up there? It, it's a little more structured than the Pollock. And it's okay. just one of those pieces that every time I was there, I would sit there for probably half an hour just like seeing images, almost like clouds. Just yeah. my my eyes, my brain would find the patterns in the piece. And it was oh always God. different things. Like a, cool. like a giant ink block test yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, so. Yes. Ronan opens his own door in Atlantis to find Sam. Like he was expecting Sam. Uh-huh. Ronan's packing. He has all of his stuff. Also, his bed's on the floor. Yeah. Also, he has books. Yeah. Weirdly, just not something you'd expect to have Ronan in his court, like Ronan to have. I mean, now that we know that he's an artist. And, and a poet, and they, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But before but yeah, that, he expected a lot more weapons. Yeah. Yeah. There's no lack of that. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, Sam points out or that. Food. More food. Yeah. yeah. More stashed food. Yeah. Uh, Sam points out that, you know, you have all this stuff here. Obviously, you considered Atlantis home mm-hmm. and you were happy. He goes, yeah. Didn't deny that. Yeah. Um, and she goes, your friends are worried about you. He's like, I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Not the point, Sam says. Yeah. 
When you joined Atlantis, it wasn't a flippant thing. Yeah. Um, you have roots here. You have people who care about you. You have people who depend on you. Mm-hmm. And you just walking away for various many reasons is not just going to be easy. You don't get to fold back on your commitments as easily as you think you do. Yes. Is, is ultimately what she's here for. Both like, emotionally and practically. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm not walking away. And I and I, I see in, in Ronan that he sees this image of a future mm-hmm. where he gets to straddle both worlds. Yeah. Where he gets to work with his own team and float in and out and work with Atlantis this week and then go on his own thing and then come back and back up Atlantis here and come to them for help when he has a mission. Um, and he would still, he says, he would still put his life on the line for anyone here. Yeah. And Sam's like, loyalty is never in doubt when it comes to you. Yeah. I just met you. Pretty sure I would already trust you with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the wisdom in leaving. Coordinating efforts is not going to be as easy as you think it is. And you need to reconsider leaving. You you can't make this decision so rashly. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, Obviously, Sam has experienced people having to leave mm-hmm. to watch their people, mm-hmm. to take care of things. If Taylor had to take a leave and be like, shit's going down, yeah. I gotta go see what's happening with my people. It's different than just, oh, my friends showed up, I'm gonna go now. And there's also a difference of having a conversation about it and right. not almost just dictating the terms. That's what I'm saying, yeah. 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 So Ronan sort of catches on. The fact that if he doesn't reconsider on leaving, given everything he knows about Atlantis, Sam is going to try to stop him. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. Look, you won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> so let's not make let's me Let's not angry. make me angry. But that is also a huge security issue. Yep. Of, you well, know. Well, that's the thing is Sam, again, is smart enough to know that if that's what needs to happen... She doesn't want that to be the move where we have to capture him or kill him or what have you. But for the sake of the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. she will. Yeah. If it comes to that. Like, it's also one of those that's like, if you go, then you go and you you won't have access to to the city back. Yeah. Um, You know, so we're on the mission now. No in and out privileges. No. (laughs) In or out. Yeah. So the jumper cloaks as soon as they're through the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, both teams are in the jumper. And yeah, we see we see these two teams are we're gonna be fine working yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> Once inside the base, uh Tire Mark thinks that they're gonna should take the lead and the Atlantis team can watch their backs. And they at least know the target is on the second level. That's all, all the information uh-huh. they need. McKay's like, you don't you don't know where. Yeah. Um, no, there's nothing better than second level. Mm-hmm. It's a big second level. He's like, I don't have a floor plan. I just know there's high security. Yeah. Taylor points out that, you know, if you don't know where you're going on the second floor, then maybe we should help you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're not as good as you think you are. He goes, Ma, the facilities are really confusing and we know what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to be off on their own in the Weird base. Weird how shady they are. Uh, McKay's like, you know, we're not, we're, we know what we're doing, too. This isn't our first mission. Yeah. And Rakai's like, well, how many Wraith have you killed with your bare hands in hand-to-hand combat? And he's like, that's not the point. 
Yeah. We've taken out hive ships compared to compared to us, you're basically amateurs. I do love this because <laughs> it's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's like, oh yeah, I mean go in there with your fists all you want, dude. <laughs> Why would I do that when I can just be like, hive ship down. Exactly. Hive ship down. Oh, please. My, science bitches. Ronan, science. It works, bitches. Yeah. And uh, Ronan does have to stop Rakai from attacking McKay. I mean, yeah, in hand to hand, McKay's fucked. But 100%. He's not wrong. Uh, John sees how well this is going mm-hmm. and suggests that the second level is a lot of ground to cover. So, how about we all go in and then we split up into two teams to cover more grounds? Yes. And everyone reluctantly is fine with that. So once inside the facility, for any other Critical Role fans, this is what I envisioned the city at the end of campaign two is like. <laughs> yeah, the flesh. Fleshy. City. Yeah, yeah. So they stealth their way on in. They make it to the doors. They take it a few wraith on their way. Both teams make it to the wraith mm-hmm. elevator. Yeah. Which is like an alias transporter beams them to the right of the heart. I was going to say, maybe like the transporter room. I do, however, really wanted another couple seconds of the awkward elevator scene. There was, yeah, yeah. We had half a beat of it, but I wanted more. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. (laughs) But they're beamed to a platform in a larger room, quickly cure the guards, and the team splits up. Uh Uh-huh. And Ronan lingers for half a second to tell John good luck. And Ronan watches them go. This is goodbye, my friend. Goodbye, my friend. (laughs) Atlantis team is stealthing. Yeah. And then stealthing. They run across a Wraith vending machine. Mm-hmm. And hates to say it, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much that's what I would have called it if Rodney didn't already call it that. In hates to say it, but these people are fucked. Can't do you think do they ever get stuck in the thing? And it's like you, you have, have to, to jam kick it. them a couple times yeah. to get jammed. Yeah. <sighs> so John, John later realizes that things have been way too quiet and way too easy, which McKay actually really likes. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, John. Danger's right around the corner as some um, wraith come towards them, and everyone opens fire. Yeah. And Ronan and his team can hear the gunfire from a distance. And without hesitation, Ronan goes running. Yeah. He can't help it. His heart belongs with his true team. It's not going well for his true team, though. Yeah. Taylor's quickly stunned. The boys tried to hold positions. They return to fire. They drag Taylor around the corner and McKay goes to get the door open when he can't. Mm -hmm. He tries Ronan's move of just shooting it. Which yeah. Ronan did earlier to get into the elevator. Right. Doesn't work for McKay this time. Ronan's coming. We see him not letting any Wraith stop him in epic slow-mo. I love that that he had to experience this moment where yeah. his instinct kicks in and he's like, I will remember you. Or maybe do, it's... Do, yeah. do, do. <laughs> Uh, or maybe it's a little more bodyguard, but there's something yeah. that he's like, I must, must be with friends. It's one of those things. It's like you're trying to make a decision and in your head you can't make a decision. So you roll a dice and it says one, but you're like, no, but I really want uh, the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need. Yeah. You needed to not have the thing to know that yeah. you wanted the thing. Uh, so John keeps returning fire as McKay tries to get the door open. And finally, just in time, he gets it open to turn mm. around and see John stunned and hit the ground. Yikes. Wraith show up in silence. Um, my friends are stunned. Mm-hmm. Dragging John and Taylor away mm-hmm. as a white-haired wraith um, comes walking forward. Yep. Do we have a name for him? I just keep calling him white hair. 
White hair works. Okay. I can't think of a better one. That's fine. White white hair comes forward looking for anyone else, but McKay was smart and hidden the vending machine. I mean, that's what you do. So McKay is now sneaking around the ship, finds mm-hmm. a larger room with a whole bunch of dead wraith, and is startled to find Ronan's friends. And before they can see, he can say much, the guy just stuns him. Hmm. Hmm. And the white-haired wraith walks up behind the three friends and tells them to bring McKay. Now we know we can confirm that they are shit assholes. They are shit assholes. Rakai just tells the unconscious McKay who's the amateur now, bitch. Yeah. And then drags him away. Yikes. So that happens. Yeah. I mean, I knew they weren't going to be great. Nah. But I didn't think they'd just be full-on wraith lovers. Full-on assholes. Yeah. Anyway. So Ronan comes flying out of the Stargate back to Atlantis on his back, sliding, firing yeah. his gun. So Lenka's like, huh? I feel like he's always wanted to slide in through the thing, he and does. now he has a reason to. He's, he's like, here's like, my chance. Hey, director, can I do this? Yeah, let's do it. Look what I can do. Uh-huh. Um, Ronan just gets up and runs to find Sam. I'll give credit to Ronan. At the end of the day, he knows not to break rank. Yeah. Like, he's going to go find... He's not just going to tell, like, Zelenka or someone no. to send Ren, like, or go find Lorne. He's yeah. going to go to the top. Yep. In a wraith cell, John and McKay sort of wake up. Taylor's already up. Mm-hmm. And John, at first, thinks it's really good that Ronan and his friends weren't here. Mm. McKay's like, though? hey, let me tell you a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But McKay didn't see Ronan, though. Right. Uh, so Whitehair shows up with guards, and they take McKay. Mm. And after stunning John again, because <laughs> he, he said a thing. I like that they're like, that one. And it's like, oh, no, God, no, please. No, no, not me. that one. Uh, Taylor yells out to McKay as he's being led away to stay strong. He's <laughs> like, I'll try. Oh, poor buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> so... They, I don't know how they got Ronan into the infirmary. Yeah. But somehow they did. I, I think they stunned him. <laughs> uh, but he explains to Sam and Roddick that he can't get the Atlantis team on the radio, and he assumes the Wraith got his people as well. So Sam says they've gone from support to search and recovery, mm-hmm. tells Lincoln to ready a jumper. Yep. Ronan's like, by the way, the Wraith are going to be expecting us. Sam's like, okay, two jumpers. Ready? Lots of things. Yeah. So as white hair McKay walk and talk, McKay would really like to know where they're going because he's not big on surprises. And even as a kid, he has sneak peeks at his Christmas presents because he couldn't stand the suspense and he really wants to know what's going on. That tracks. Yeah. That makes sense. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Wraith have nothing to hide. <laughs> he's mm. like, look, uh, I know you fucked with replicator base code. Don't play dumb. Because I know you did. And we learned that it was the Wraith yep. who turned the code off originally. The, I mean, thank God, though. At least it's not like we didn't do it, but we were happy someone did. Yeah. Because then that means there's another chaotic exactly. creature out there that's causing even more drama. Yeah. Um, and naturally, the Wraith hate the replicators, not only because they're replicators, but mm-hmm. because they're, you can, they can't eat them. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, not food. Therefore, it's just you shit that attacks me that we can't eat. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's something that breaks their power bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they want McKay because they tried uploading the deactivation virus again. Worked the first time, but it's not working now. Mm-hmm. So McKay needs to undo whatever the fucking changes he made yeah. so that the virus are going to work. And he's like, well, that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, McKay. We have a test subject for you to make things easier. Oh, boy. 
And as the door is to the lab open, yes, there is a replicator guy just hanging there in suspension. Yikes. McKay really doesn't want to go into that lab. <laughs> I really, he really doesn't want to go into that I lab. I don't blame him. In the Atlantis gate room, a jumper is ready to head out. Mm-hmm. And Sam and Ronan are both in that jumper. Yep. And, you know, I like this. Sam thought about it. And she's like, look, when the time comes, I will respect whatever decision you make. And Rona, with no hesitation, you can tell the respect is building. Yeah. It's a very different approach that they first conversation they had. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, this could be the one and only mission we go on together. Yep. So she's like, let's make the best of it and grins. Here's the thing, though. I feel like this is a lesson learned. Like, if Sam had come, like, obviously they didn't get the chance to. But if Sam's first proper interaction with Ronan had been a mission together. Oh, yeah. It would have been like, ah, oh, she's cool. Oh, yeah, 100%. Ronan Rona is very quickly, like, yeah, like, reconsidering his earlier assumptions yeah. about her. Yeah. So White Hair comes to check on McKay, who, of course, is working very slowly, reestablishing the base coach. The original settings isn't going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry. White Hair will tell John and Taylor. I think they're going to be very disappointed to hear that. And suddenly McKay's like, can get done sooner if need be. <laughs> Please don't tell my friends. Yeah. Or talk to them or go yeah. near them. Yep. Don't touch anybody. The Wraith isn't dumb. Mm-hmm. He knows McKay's delaying. Yeah. To try to give a rescue mission a chance. He already knows the mission's on their way. We're ready for them. Oh, boy. And there's a lot of thoughts running through McKay's mind. There's a, Yeah, there's very little he can do, but there's a lot he can think about. Do you think he would reset the code? No. No, I think if he's... I think Rodney would... Um, I don't think he would reset the replicator code because he knows how big that and how hard that work was because mm-hmm. he's the one who did it. Yeah. Um, I think he would release the replicator in hopes that it did what it ends up doing. Interesting. Uh, because I feel like that's what Sam would do. Yeah. And that's all of our Sam's. That's that's a good point. It's like, take the monster and see what it can do. Yeah. I would. I wasn't sure because there's part of me that almost is like, there's a part of me that thought he would obviously delay for as long as he can, mm-hmm. and there's another part of me that went, well, we got this activated one time already. Rodney is is, and so to save John and Taylor and himself, I didn't know. No, I think he's he's. Rodney is more noble than we give him credit for sometimes. He is. So he would put himself on the line in hopes that this, like, he would create as much chaos as he can before he just turns over what he does. Oh, he would be, oh, 100% he'd be fighting to the last bit. Yeah. But I think it's one of those where he's like, I'm going to not make this decision for as long as I can because yeah. Sam, come rescue me. Well, that's what I mean. Like, he would release the replicator before, like, yeah. he would be working on removing that shield before he would be working on changing the gotcha. code. That's that's my thought. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I, I honestly wasn't sure. It, it yeah. was just a thing. I was like, if Sam I, had I to come see, and rescue them, what would he do? I can see where once upon a time Rodney would have done that. You know what I think he was trying. You know what I think he'd try to do first mm. before releasing the replicator. Find a way to open the cell what, yeah. where John and Taylor are. There would have been a time when the fear would have been such a forefront in his mm-hmm. mind that he would have been like, just do whatever they want. Yeah. But 
he's grown he's beyond that. He's some character growth. Yeah. And I think you're right. He would try to open the thing, mm-hmm. try to take control of the ship, try to release a whole bunch of other things before he got to the point where he's like, just give them what they want. Yeah. Um. So outside, the second jumper does its job of distraction mm-hmm. while Sam's jumper sneaks in. Also, Solanka's there. Yeah. They head in. Listen, I don't know if it's the same door they head in the first time, but last time there was a lot more sneaky sneaky. Yeah. This time's a lot more shocky shy eye eye. I think we, yeah. I think it's like the jig is up. Yeah. We're just going in. <laughs> Give me my friends. Uh, also, Sam is more than earning the respect from Ronan as she, along with Ronan, are the first ones in clearing oh, yeah. the area. Well, I feel like Sam probably hasn't had a chance to go on a mission in a while. She's Sam- been stuck in that Damn uniform. Sam will not be the type of leader who stays back at the she's base. She's not, yeah. And not that Weir was no slouch, no. but she's not Weir. Weir, get, it, Weir was not equipped to go on those yeah, missions. Yeah, like, Weir will get her hands dirty yes. if push comes to shove, whereas Sam's like, I'm about to go get my hands dirty. Who's yeah. coming? Who's coming? <laughs> uh, it's just one of those, like, I'm not going to ask anyone to do that, which I am yeah. unwilling to do. Yeah. So they head through, um, and some help Marines help clear the area. The last in is Zelenka, mm-hmm. who I love that Ronan completely covers. Yeah, of um, Because he will not let anything happen to his best drinking buddy. Yeah, save my squishy drinking buddy. Who who points out where the power relay is, and Sam just shoots it. Yep, got it. And a distance away, McKay hears the gunfire, then sees the lights go out, then sees the force field flicker around the replicator. Yay. That's great. Uh-huh. John and Taylor here, familiar gunfire, clear the Wraith guard, and we see Sam and team come to rescue them about mm. damn time. Yeah. Any longer, and they would have had to go ahead and rescue themselves. I, I mean, yeah, they couldn't just sit on their butt forever. So they hope Ronan made it back to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where is he now? Taylor asks. They've cut up, co- you know, covered up to split up, split up to, to cover, cover more, more ground. ground. Yeah. Um, all the while, they are arming John and Taylor mm-hmm. with some extra guns they brought yeah. just for them. Bring guns from my friends. Yeah. I get by the little guns from my... That is the <laughs> antithesis of that song. Yeah, that is the exact not the, the song. John... It's, it works, though. It does. Uh, John, uh, Ronan is dashing through the place uh-huh. when around the corner he sees his three friends. Oh, no. This is sad times. Just think he's going to help them get out of this place now. As they run in the opposite direction, white hair is there. Oh, boy. Ronan quickly puts his blaster up to his head, asking where his team is. And white hair is like, well, why don't you ask your friends? Yikes. And as Ronan turns... All of his quote unquote friends yeah. are all pointing their weapons at him. We're all douchebags. We're wraith no. stunners. <laughs> yeah. Too, by the way. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. That's a stab in the gut. Yeah. So McKay is working when he hears gunfire. Yeah. And the guard at the door is killed and just yells that you could have shot me instead of saying thank you or yeah. I'm glad you're hey, safe. Fuck off a little bit. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's when the replicates for a shield fails and it drops to the floor. Yay. But like a Borg, doesn't really give a shit about you. No fucks. Uh, and ignores them even while being fired on by like a hundred bullets. Yeah. Does nothing to them and just diverts. It's he's a it's a wraith killing machine, literally. Walks out past them, out the door, and just takes out two wraith. Yep. Yeah. 
I take two rays. And, and I get up again. again. And then and I'm going to keep you down. <laughs> I kill more wraith. <laughs> um, so Whitehair tells the three Satetans to deal with Ronan, who mm-hmm. himself is reeling from the gut wounds yeah, that he like just emotionally received. Anger and sadness. He's smad. Yeah. He's, it's smadness. He's like, you're fucking wraith worshippers. Yeah. He starts you, you, circling you'd them. You'd be better off dead. You would be. Um, Tear starts to explain. Ron's like, no, 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 no. No, there's no explanations going to be happening here. Yeah. Like, after they what they did to Satita, he, he's yelling at them at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And Tear explains that, yeah, Satita's gone. The lives we had are gone. Their choice was cake or death. Sorry. Their choice was <laughs> die with the past or live for the future. Mm-hmm. And R explains that they got rewarded. With the gift of everlasting life. Mm. And it can be your gift too, Ronan. How, and, yeah, is is this fu- this future worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see through flashbacks that they were tortured. Yeah. Um, life drained, then brought back, then drained of life, then brought back over and over again. They were broken. Mm. And Ara doesn't deny it. Yeah. And eventually they accepted the truth and the Wraith's gift. Fuck. And Tyre asks Ronan to join them. Obviously, that's a no. That's going to be a hard pass for Ronan. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. And Ara tells him not to let his pride get in the way, like Marika and Hemi. Yikes. By the way, they did not die in an up. They definitely were murdered because they were not turn. Fuck this. Tyre says they were killed by their own stubbornness. Don't make the same mistake. And Ronan's like, hey, guys, you better fucking run. I love because that Because if them to I run. ever catch you, it will not be as friends. Yeah. I do love that he's like, run. Run. I don't want to kill you right now, but mm-hmm. I will kill you if I see yeah. your face again. Yep. You are dead to me. Mm-hmm. And Tyre's like, there's not going to be a next time. And he decides this to do without weapons and finish this like true Satetans as he takes his holster belt off. And then it's fight time. And Ronan's like, you are not Satetans anymore. Yeah, you don't get to die with honor. As he undoes his own holsters and almost does the start of a haka, like roars into battle. I like to call it like a speed haka. It's a speed haka. Yeah, yeah. It's haka light. It's like when you don't have time to do an entire rosary. It's like, okay, just do a quick Hail Mary. That's what it is. It yeah. is. No time for a full rosary. These moments are what leads me to definitely know that Ronan has a few levels of barbarian in him for oh, sure yeah. because he definitely has the rage beyond death yep. Yep. in him. Mm-hmm. All three go after Ronan. He clearly holds his own. I cannot give you a blow by blow of this fight scene. It's too fast. <laughs> Just it's, go it's... watch it. A couple times on repeat. It is fun to watch. It is so fun good. to watch, yeah. It's so good. Um, at one point, Rakai pulls a knife, which is against the code. Mm-hmm. And like Ronan's like, well, there goes Honor. And even Ara is like, tries to go, hey, no weapons. Yeah. And Rakai turns and in the heat of the battle, accidentally just slices Ara's throat no. open. No accidents here. That's why I was like, accidentally? Yeah. He just goes hard. He's just like, fuck all of you. I'm killing everybody except me. He clearly has no honor. Fuck him. Yeah. The parts that are just Ronan and Tyre are 
so good. How much fun must have this been? Oh, so good. Again, to get to fight with Mark Dacascos is yeah. something else. And they show his skills. Yeah. He's 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 good. They cast him for a reason. Yeah. This was the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... I'm actually interested in knowing was, like, did the character come first or did, like, oh, we get Mark, so let's use him for this. Like, Well, I imagine there was always a fight in there and yeah. then they got Mark and they're like, oh, let's let's bulk up these fight scenes. Let's just have it be Ronan v. him instead of, like, a full three-on-one for yeah. the entire time. Yeah, exactly. So there's a moment... When Rakai just rages at Ronan and he gets a few hits in, Ronan's face gets all bloody. Yeah. Just all, just disgusting. Mm-hmm. And eventually Ronan is forced to stab Rakai in the chest with his own knife. Yeah. And T- uh, Tyre, who it was thrown to the ground and all of this, sort of stands up and eventually it's just Ronan and Tyre standing there. Ronan will not look at him. It's this very intense close-up of Ronan yeah. with, with Tyre in the background. Yeah. Um, he's like, hasn't there been enough killing? I mean... And Tyre just runs. Yeah, this is your chance to get the fuck out. Um, I do love that we see that not only is there rage and anger in Ronan, there's so much hurt. And so control. So much hurt, Yeah. Uh, this is painful. This oh, is painful yeah. for him. Yeah, he doesn't just suddenly like fuck all of these guys. This no. hurts to do. Yeah, yeah. This this is something he's gonna need some processing about. Oh yeah, it's gonna feel bad times. Eventually, as the rest of the team search the hallways, finding just bodies the replicator has left, Ronan walks towards them, his holster belt over his shoulder. I love this moment. Sam asks him where his friends are, and he goes, "They're right here. Let's go Aww. home." And he just continues to walk, just covered in blood. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. it's more of that's that seems typical. Yeah. It's Ronan. <laughs> so later, a beautiful night back of Atlantis, Ronan is reflecting back in his quarters, rubbing the tattoo, which again healed real fucking fast. Yeah. Magic. Magic. Magic ancient heels. Taylor returns with his painting. Apparently, McKay helped himself, thinking Ronan was not returning. <laughs> That seems appropriate, though. It's not um, a good scientist is a good scavenger. Well, I think it's also as much of, you know, McKay wouldn't admit it, but he wanted a he wanted a piece of Ronan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think in um, the first thing, though, is like what's in there that it could be useful. Yes. And then he gets in there and he's like, oh, I miss my friend. Yeah. I'll take this thing that was my friend's. Yeah. But I, I, I'm convinced of that because I watch you do this in our D&D games. A good scientist <laughs> is a good scavenger. Yeah. yeah. What's what can, what can I use in the future? Yeah. What's here that I can tinker with? Obviously, um, all of you people that our party just killed will not be using any of this equipment anymore. Yeah, so I'm this. just going to help myself to it. Yeah. Exactly. Because it may help in a hundred episodes from now. We never know. We never know what'll happen. Um, uh, Taylor asks, how are you feeling? (laughs) (laughs) Which is a loaded question. Yeah. Ronan has no words and just is all right. I like the way she delivers it even. Yeah. She's like, "Uh, uh, how are you doing? Are they they okay over there? Yeah. (laughs) She even, it's a very quick line where you're almost like, wait, what did she say? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, Taylor just knows it's nice to have him back. Yeah. And he knows it's good to be back. This will be fun. And Taylor's like, I understand that those are all the words you're going to say right now, so I'm going to leave. Got it. I got as much of you, more than I expected. <laughs> I'm going to step out before this gets real bad. Bye. Okay, go hit a wall now, because that's what you yeah. Do. yeah. Would you like to spar later? Yeah. I'll hit you more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do you need more hitting in the face um, times? And as Taylor leaves, Ronan just reflects on all that happened, his painting, his life, his place in the cosmos. And I think also there is a lot of reflecting of like, I, I vouched for these people. Yeah. I was completely blinded as to what was happening. Well, it's like the last of what he identified, his touchstone. Yeah. They were, they were his touchstone to the past and, and they, they perverted it. Yep. It's like they've they've sullied the memory. Yeah, yeah. Of Satita. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that can't be his last memory of Satita's. Nope. I have a hunch he's going to go for a field trip in a bit. Oh, at some point, yeah. We got to go find our, our buddy who ran. Probably not. Well, but just, he's going to go find something. To, yeah, to I just get. mean he needs to go back to Satita. Yeah. field trip go back steal home. another painting. Yeah, we'll walk about. We'll just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, weekend walk about. Yeah, it's got to happen. Um, so next up, yeah, I am so excited to hear Grace's reaction to the name of the next episode because oh. we know how she feels about this subject. Oh no, the next episode is called Doppelgangers. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> we kill it. Episode's over in we, five minutes. We all know how Grace feels immediately yeah. killing Doppelgangers. I was like, what is the name? Did I have I seen it? And I was like, nope, nope. I haven't seen it. I would have known that name. <laughs> I was waiting to hear with <laughs> No. Just, nope. I hope Sam kills all the Doppelgangers. She's I hope we been get more here Sam before. Action. She knows. Dude, guys, we gotta kill the Doppelgangers. That's what this job is. End of story. No, no, I'm not arguing with anyone on this. <laughs> There's no argument. There is, this is a hard line. <laughs> what if they're really friendly, though? I'm, no shits. <laughs> None, well, sucks. Sucks. Sometimes we clearly no know that in D&D, you will never cast Simulacrum. Well, see, here's the thing, though, because I do cast um, Mirror Image a you lot. You do. Uh I know I've made them. That's the difference. But if a random copy of me shows up somewhere, it's like, you gotta die. You have five seconds to tell me why you shouldn't die. Sam is gonna make a duplicate of Donnie one day. Donnie got killed. If she doesn't know that Sam, yeah. I hope Sam knows that. And I hope it doesn't cost a lot of energy or money. Because Donnie's gonna kill it. She's going to give it five seconds to tell, yeah. And it depends on whether the rest of the crew can hold her back on. But otherwise, she's like, actually, 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 I would like, I would like in the future, my, my, my gnome Sam and the game to like, Finally, one day, like, be able to make a simulacrum of herself. And she's so proud of it. And, like, shows up and is like, look what I can do. And Donnie's just like, fireball. I'm like, get away from it, Sam. (laughs) It's going to kill you. I'm doing this for your own good. Listen, Sam has nothing but she's only made friends. That's fair. She, She only talks to... A chaotic. They're very opposite. Possibly, those two tiny, people. possibly evil knife that talks to her. 
We're, yeah, the knife knows better than to try to talk to Donnie and when, be like, fuck, this is a losing battle. When I say possibly evil, I mean definitely evil. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam's just wants, Sam still thinks, my gnome Sam still thinks that she can turn a like, oh, who knows how old, very chaotic evil entity and turn it to good still. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We are not doing it. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm nervous and excited. Like my, I was starting to get tired. My yeah. adrenaline pump when you said doppelgangers. I was like, no, like, I'm ready. Fight no. or flight has kicked no. in. We we is fight. <laughs> always fight. Always fight. All fights. <laughs> no flights. It's always fight first, then run. Unless I am fighting while flighting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week with a big old nope. Um, until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Rate us, like, us reviews wherever you find your po- oh, patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Rate us, like, reviews wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.